1: Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
2: Stand by for an urgent message from the crack team at
3: Stacking Benjamins.
0: We have a very special episode of the Stacky Benjamin Show coming up for our usual listeners. You'll notice everything about this show is going to be different because we're about to present you with the finalist for the 10th annual Plutus Awards, which will happen at FinCon the first week of September. We'll have more on all that later, but for right now... I'm headed to orlando in a couple of weeks and i need your help if you're in the orlando area and the people that are doing this get this they're willing to pay you for this so fantastic opportunity here's what we're looking for we want you to help make stacking benjamins better i know it can't get much better but we need to help and we want your opinion if you live in the orlando area we'd like you to participate in a live focus group talking about the show at a conference called Podcast Movement. The focus group is going to be held in front of a live audience, but you can ignore those people and just talk about the show. You're going to be paid for attending. We're going to throw in some Stacking Benjamin swag, some of our cool Brad Lark swag, which will be awesome. You get to pick from any of those. And it's going to be Thursday, August 15th at 1130 a.m. It's going to last around an hour, Have to be sure you can be there that whole time. Here's where you go. StackingBedjamins.com forward slash focus group, all one word. StackingBedjamins.com forward slash focus group. Put that in. You'll take a short questionnaire. And then if you qualify, they're going to contact you with details. The people putting on the focus group. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to meet a few stackers doing this. Uh, Obviously, we'll hang out for just a little bit there obviously you're busy people but love to say hi to a few of you and help you make a few bucks helping out the show all right speaking of show great special edition of the stacking benjamin show on tap let's do it roll it steve
2: this is a special edition of the stacking benjamin show Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and on today's podcast, the finalists for this year's tenth annual Plutus Awards. Want to know who the top names are in financial blogging, podcasting, video, social media, authorship, and more? I mean, besides me. Well, stay tuned because not only will we share this year's list of finalists, but we'll also dig into some of the categories with some friends. Sharing the finalist list from the Plutus Awards and MirandaMarquit.com, please welcome Miranda Marquit. From our next life, Tanya Hester. From personal profitability, Eric Rosenberg. And from Michelle is money hungry, Michelle Jackson. And now, today's Master of Ceremonies, Joe Salsihai.
0: Welcome to a very special episode of the Stacking Benjamin Show. I am Joe Salcihi, and you'll notice on today's show, no OG, no roundtable, because this is the day when the 10th annual Plutus Award finalists are being announced. You can get all of the details, not just here, but also at the Plutus Awards website at PlutusAwards.com today. And here to join me from the Plutus Awards. It's so good that we're on the same podcast together. It's like we're getting the band back together, Miranda Marquit.
4: Yay. Well, half the band back together anyway. Right. Exactly. (laughs) We got to get Doug and Linda back
0: and I think we're good.
4: Yeah. Yeah, totally. But yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Super excited for the Plutus Awards. Super excited for FinCon. Super excited for all the things. It's, It's amazing. For people who are new to not just to Stacking Benjamins, new to
0: this community, this idea. I just said it's the 10th annual Plutus Awards, but people, Miranda, might not know
4: what they are. Tell me about the Plutus Awards. Right. So the Plutus Awards were started 10 years ago to honor the best in independent financial media. So it's all about honoring the content creators that really educate the people, get out there and let people know that, you know, finances don't have to be difficult and we really are about honoring the community and saying, you know, here is the best of the best. It's been a really great 10-year ride. Uh, the uh, Plutus Awards were founded by Harlan Landis, who unfortunately cannot be here today. I myself have been involved with the Plutus Awards since the third annual Plutus Awards. So yeah, so <laughs> so, we, so it's, it's cool. Um, It's been really good To watch the evolution of the Plutus Awards as we become bigger and as the community becomes bigger and as we've seen so many different types of media enter the landscape. So the Plutus Awards themselves have gone through an evolution since the beginning. The Plutus Awards
0: supports the Plutus Foundation, which I think does very important work in the community. Tell me about the Plutus Foundation.
4: Yeah, so the Plutus Foundation is all about helping with financial literacy projects, helping reach underserved communities with financial literacy projects. The Plutus Foundation actually gives grants to folks. Right now, they're open for uh, grant applications right now. So if you have. If you have a proposal, uh, you can go over to uh, PlutusAwards.com. You can find the Plutus Foundation information and you can apply for a grant for your project to help financial literacy in your community. And the Plutus Foundation also puts on great events focusing on how to reach underserved communities with its Plutus Voices events. Uh, There will be three more Plutus Voices events this year. We will have one in October in Denver. There will be one coming up in Atlanta and then another one in New York City by the end of the year. So check it out because there's a lot going on and a lot of good being done. We got to get the Plutus Voices in Detroit. That's what we got to do. Hey, I would like them to come to Idaho Falls. <laughs> so, but you probably have a better chance of getting them to Detroit than I do of getting them to Idaho Falls.
0: But we might have a slightly larger community here. Just a little bit. Slightly. I also want to go back to the Plutus Awards and Independent Voices here for a moment before we give everyone this year's finalists uh, as they come out. These are hot off the press. But before we do that, what I love about the Plutus Awards, Miranda, from my point of view, is the fact that these are independent voices, I think, is important. Because, as you know, brands are spending more and more money on social. And people are led more and more to different brands when it comes to personal finance. But these are people that often have a budget of absolutely nothing. So the Plutus Awards is a great way to shine a light on some of the most
4: dynamic voices that you've never heard. Exactly. And that's one of the great things about being able to do this for the community. When you go to some other conferences and see some of the other award shows, it's full of these like (laughs) big names, big budgets, big everything. And, you know, it gets boring because all the same big voices that are already dominating the conversation are there. But uh, if you look a little deeper, there are people who are saying very important things. And the Plutus Awards really does provide a platform. For these people to be seen, to be heard, and uh, for people to really learn some of this important stuff that you may not get when you're just following the big guys.
0: The Plutus Awards will take place at FinCon this year, as
4: they have the last uh, several years. Uh, which which night at FinCon is it going to be, Miranda? <laughs> It is Friday night, September 6th. So the first Plutus Awards was actually before FinCon, and so it was just done online. And so ever since the second Plutus Awards, ever since FinCon started, PT has been generous enough, and the PT and the FinCon team have been generous enough to invite us back since the very first FinCon and just keep inviting us back to to do this. So uh, it's very exciting because next year will be 10 years for FinCon, and this year it's 10 years for Plutus, uh, September 6th. At FinCon, <laughs> you guys—you
0: guys have had some fantastic uh, hosts for the Plutus Awards. This year's no exception. You've mixed it up with your hosts, and we've got some hilarious people hosting.
4: Yeah, it is going to be so much fun. I mean, there is just—I <laughs> can't even begin to tell you how much fun it's going to be. So we have our co-hosts, our Jordan Cox, all the way from Great uh, from England. Yeah, from England, Great Britain, UK. He's actually he's located in all three of those simultaneously. <laughs> wow. Um, What? How does he do it? (laughs) So anyway, Jordan Cox will be a co-host and as as will Sandy Smith. Um, Yes, I am cheap. Sandy Smith, uh, we have often says, is the Susan Lucci of the Plutus Awards. (laughs) Over the years, she has received no less than 17 nominations and has not won once. (laughs) So (laughs) we're super excited to have Sandy joining us as a co-host as well. And fans of uh, this show may
0: also listen to Money with Friends. You can hear Sandy on our money with friends. She's one of uh, the friends that hang out with me over there the last uh, few weeks on that channel. All right. Are you
4: ready to do this thing? Let's make it happen.
0: All right. These are the finalists for this year's uh, 10th Plutus Awards. You can check out all these once again at not just our show notes page at stackybedjamins.com and plutusawards.com also for the complete list. I'll tell you checking out all of these would be a fantastic idea. So the categories here will be random. We'll have the big ones down at the bottom. These may not be the way that they're presented uh, the night of the Plutus Awards. However, our finalists will be in alphabetical order. So let's start off at the top, Miranda. Category number one, best investing blog. Who are the finalists?
4: Yeah, so we have Just Start Investing, Investor Junkie, Teleholcomb.com, The College Investor, and Wallet
0: Hacks. A uh, nice mix of some fresh names and some ones we've seen a lot around the community there.
4: Right. Yeah. And just so you know, Investor Junkie and the College Investor have actually won in this category before. So if one of them wins this year, they can't ever win again in this category because we we limit it by category to two times winning.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've had that. Uh, and here's, here's my little self-congratulatory pat on the back. We had that with Best Podcast. We can't win that. Uh, well done you (laughs) thank you
4: we are so great uh next best investing podcast right so best investing podcast we have afford anything financial grown-up money for the rest of us money tree investing podcast and stacking benjamins never heard of that last one it sounds sketchy it does it seems really
0: sketchy next up best new personal finance book these would be great gift
4: ideas any of these Right. Yes. And they are solid, solid entrants. So what we have is the four financial love languages by Tara Jackson, Brooke Millennial Takes on Investing by Aaron Lowry, Mom and Dad, We Need to Talk by Cameron Huddleston, Work Optional by Tanya Hester, and the Feminist Financial Handbook by Bryn Conroy.
0: I am excited to see, by the way,
4: that category, all women. I know. It was super exciting to see how women are really kind of surging forward now in the personal finance world. Something that um, has been a long time coming.
0: Yeah, certainly has. Next is biggest impact. What does that
4: mean? This is a new category, right? Yeah. So this is a new category. This is something. So one of the things that we love about this is we have a blog panel. The blog panel is made up of folks in the community, and they are the ones who end up choosing the finalists and the winners. But they also get a say in the categories. And so some of them wanted to talk about who is having a big impact, not just within the community, but outside the community as well, who is out there making a difference and just providing that impact. And so some of the things that these folks do uh, may not be within the personal finance community, but it reaches outside and reaches kind of new people. So this is a new category and we're super excited to introduce it. So biggest impact our five finalists are? Bryn Conroy, Melanie Lockhart, Sandy Smith, Tanya Hester, and Tanya Rapley. Next up is Best Personal
0: Finance Blog for Women.
4: Yeah, so this is a fun one. Funnily enough, they're all women as well. So here we go. <laughs> Four women by women. That's right. So our first is Can I swear on the show? Well, <laughs> it's in the name. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, bitches get riches. Bravely go dumpster dog blog, her first 100 K and the Lux strategist. You're right. Those
0: are five fun brands. If you follow them, by the way, I would follow all of those uh, brands on Instagram as well. Uh, yes. E- even even, <laughs> yes. even though I'm not in the target market, there's some fun stuff going on there.
4: Right. and And when you think about it, it's like when you say personal finance for women, well, really, it works for everybody. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Next up, best personal finance podcast for women. For this one, we have Clever Girl Finance, Jessica Morehouse.com, Latina Money, The Fairer Sense, and The Money Nerds. Let's go north of the border, Miranda, for the best Canadian finance blog. All right. So best Canadian finance blog, we have CassandraDescent.com, Mixed Up Money, Money After Graduation, Smile and Conquer, and Talk Hand. Next is Community Builder. This is interesting. Did, did we have Community Builder last year? This is the third year we've had the Community Builder Award. This was another one that the panelists felt that we should introduce. And this one focuses more inside the personal finance content creator community, who is helping, who is willing to help others, and who really helps build the community in some way. So the five finalists here are? Jamila Souffrant, Jason Steele, Kumiko Love, Tanya Hester, Tiffany Alice.
0: Best Debt Freedom Blog is up next.
4: All right, here we have Debt Discipline, Debt Free in Sunny CA, jackiebeck.com, living that debt-free life and the 76k project. Has uh, have any of those people won this before? I think Jackie Beck has. You know, I don't think that she's actually won in the best debt freedom blog category, but she did one when back when we had like best educational resource, Ah, she won for her payoff debt app.
0: Right, right. That's right. Next up, let's move
4: on to best entrepreneur blog. All right. So here we have, do you even blog, Side sidehustle.com, sidejambiz.com and well-kept wallet. And then Best Entrepreneur Podcast. Yep. Here we have Afford Anything, Entrepreneur on Fire, Laptop Empires, Side Hustle Pro, and Side Hustle School. And just a quick side note, you probably noticed that Side Hustle Nation and Smart Passive Income are not in any of these categories, and that's because these people have won, obviously. They have won twice in similar categories before and so are ineligible. So if you're wondering why... You don't see them. That is why.
0: But certainly Nick Loper and Pat Flynn, the people that own those brands, huge people to follow. And definitely definitely. yeah. if you're an entrepreneur, Miranda, don't
4: follow them at your own peril, I guess. Exactly. For sure. Best family finance blog. So we have chief mom officer, his and her fi, marriage, kids and money, smart money mamas and the savvy couple. Who won this last year? actually it was chief mom officer. Yeah.
0: So this would be number so, two
4: if she wins. Yeah. But maybe somebody else comes in and well, it, takes it over. Who it knows? Is,
0: I'm not saying
4: it,
0: it is a strong category looking at all five of these
4: names, best financial planner blog. Right. So this one is a wealth of common sense beyond your hammock, Natalie bacon.com, Roger and the budget mom. Next up is something, there's this movement called FIRE. I don't know if you've heard of it. FIRE. Best FIRE blog. Right, so this is a Purple Life, Financial Mechanic, Early Retirement Now, The pioneers, and Tread Lightly, Retire Early. And then, as if on cue, the Best FIRE podcast. Yep, so here we have Choose FI, FIRE Drill Podcast, His and Her FI, Journey to Launch, and The Mad Scientist.
0: Best personal finance freelancer contributor. You see these names all over the place, not just at their own domain.
4: Right, yes. We have Ben Luthi, Jackie Lamb, Michelle Black, Sarah Lee Kane, and Zena Kumak. There is a name missing on this list because that person has won twice already in this category. And that might be one
0: Miranda Marquette. Perhaps. Maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> next. Best
4: Gen X or Boomer blog. Yeah, We have Budget and the Beach, Gen X Finance, JackieBeck.com, KristenEdens.com, and Women Who Money. We don't see Amy on this list who won
0: last year from Life Simplified. We don't see Amy on this list. A strong opening for somebody new. That's right. Yeah. Next up, best
4: millennial or Gen Z blog. We've got Bitches Get Riches. Fiery Millennials, Her First 100K, Millennial Boss, and Paychecks and Balances. All right. Man, once again, I love all of those. Best
0: International Blog. Uh, Let's define that, Miranda. What does that mean?
4: Basically, folks who are based outside of the U.S. who aren't in Canada.
0: That's very
4: simple then. And (laughs) It's it's very simple. (laughs) Who are our finalists? We have Cashflow Cop, Go Curry Cracker jordancox.com, Ms. ZU, and The Poor Swiss. Best new
0: personal finance blog. These are always, by the way, these best new are some of my favorite categories because it helps me get a hold of some new names, some new voices.
4: Right. And we love having this category as well because a lot of the time we get so caught up in, in the old guard that we forget that there are very important new voices. So here in best new personal finance blog, we have Financial Mechanic. Our Table for 2 The Pioneers, The Frugal Physician, and The Poised Lifestyle. Best New Personal Finance Podcast. In this category, we have Diversify, The Frugal Friends Podcast, The Maple Money Show, Money with Friends, and The F.I. Show. It's funny how a couple of those have some people that have been
0: around a long time with the new show.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's always interesting because you can always kind of reinvent yourself in this community, add new things, add new projects and move forward. You know, when stacking Benjamins becomes completely obsolete, you've still got, you've still got friends with money, money with friends. Oh money with friends. Well, I'd like friends with money, so. <laughs> yes. Isn't that? Yes.
0: I like both of those titles. Yes. <laughs> friends with money, do you want to go to lunch? Is the name of the podcast. Nice. Yes. Uh,
4: <laughs> next uh, up is Best Real Estate Blog. 1500 Days to Freedom, Coach Carson, Our Rich Journey, Real Estate Decoded, and Rethink the Rat Race. Best Retirement Blog. Yeah. So on this one, we have Can I Retire Yet? Retirement Researcher, Root of Good, Sightings at 60, and Social Security Intelligence. Best personal finance series, blog, podcast, or video. So this is kind of an interesting one because it's about, you know, series and things that people put together that are meant to be viewed in multiple parts yeah. or read in multiple parts. So we have a brain health series from Ms. Biology. We have breadwinning six-figure millionaire women from Chief Mom Officer, Fire from Popcorn Finance, Intersectional Women's Finances from Femme Frugality, and we have the Ultimate Guide to Safe Withdrawal Rates from Early Retirement Now.
0: We were talking earlier, Miranda, about social media, but we have a category for that, best use of social media.
4: These folks have some great Instagram and Twitter. Go ahead and check that out because you might be pleasantly surprised. Some of the content on their social media is even better than what you find on the blogs. Agreed. So here we go. Best use of social media. We have Bitches Get Riches, Bravely Go, Dumpster Doggy, Inspired Budget, and The Nista Best student loan blog. All She Saves, Champagne and Capital Gains, Living That Debt-Free Life, the college investor and wise mind money
0: if you like to watch your your content we also have best youtube channel or video
4: blogger we have debt kicking mom frugal chic life let's talk money our rich journey and the financial diet
0: oh man that just that's each of these is so are so action packed
4: Here are, and I always feel bad. I always feel bad for the panel when we get to this point because it was bad enough for them to try and figure out who the finalist should be. But now they only have, you know, one vote to cast in each category, and that's practically impossible.
0: Yeah, boy. All right, we're up to the big two, and we will start with blog of the year 2019.
4: All right, so here we have a purple life. Bitches Get Riches, Dumpster Dog Blog, Inspired Budget, Rich and Regular, She Picks Up Pennies, The College Investor, Tread Lightly, Retire Early, Wallet Hacks, and Yes, I Am Cheap. And people may be wondering, wait a minute, uh, Miranda, we had five in each of the
0: other categories. There's 10 here. Why so many? Because you just can't narrow it down.
4: <laughs> no, because there are so many. So traditionally, we've always had twice as many finalists in our of the year categories, just to kind of bring more people up to the forefront and really kind of recognize that even though there is only one recipient of the Plutus Award in this category, there are plenty of blogs that are out there doing amazing work. And so we want to make sure that they, they at least receive some degree of recognition as finalists.
0: Yeah. I like how this is expanded, much like in the academy awards right Uh, but we've more uh uh, picture of the year uh nominees which brings us to another one that's expanded and the reason we do this last is of course this is a podcast so podcast of the year
4: so our podcast of the year finalists are bigger pockets money show choose fi financial grown-up journey to launch the mad scientist marriage kids and money patrice washington paychecks and balances popcorn finance and the fairer sense what a strong
0: strong list there uh wow that is a ton of stuff that's not all we have though miranda you guys every year get some strong help from some great companies to help you put on these awards this
4: year's no exception you have a new title sponsor We do. Capital Group. Capital Group by American Funds is our title sponsor. It's super exciting. They are partnering with us to bring you an amazing award show and an amazing experience. And so we are... Super excited to be working with them. I have interacted with them in the past at other events, and um, I'm super excited to be working with them. In fact, my first mutual fund was something uh, put out by American Funds. So uh, super excited to have Capital Group here working with us to present an amazing Pudis Awards ceremony on September 6th. Dave Ramsey's favorite fun family, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Very cool. Yep. And uh, a lot of funds with long, great track records. So thanks to Capital Group for helping out with the Plutus Awards. And by the way, in uh, in full disclosure too, I am a member of the Plutus uh, Foundation board. So I love seeing more financial literacy and love the fact that the Plutus Awards are able to do. Harlan, Miranda, you guys, uh, the whole team just is able to do so much to help financial literacy. I absolutely love it, which is why I wanted to be a member of the board. For more, you can find this entire list either at PlutusAwards.com, or you'll find the link to the Plutus Awards if you're walking the dog or you're on your commute at our show notes page at StackingBenjamins.com. Miranda, so fun. You and I on the same microphone again. Always
4: great. Always great. Always happy to be in the basement.
0: There's no trivia today, and also there is no Magnify Money call. So today we're just going to say that today's episode is brought to you by Magnify Money. You know, at Magnify Money, you can compare, ditch, switch, and save when it comes to all the financial products you use every day. Why would you go down to your brick-and-mortar bank and ask them for substandard products instead of looking at 92% of the products that are out there and available to you? For me, I'd rather comparison shops. Here's what you do. You go to stackyourbedjamins.com forward slash Magnify Money, and I'm doing that right now. You might hear me typing. Because what I want to do is look at savings account, but that's not all that's there. You can look at balance transfers so you can cut up that card and have a lower interest rate. We call it a surfing strategy, surfing to the lower interest rate. You can, of course, do that with cashback reward cards if you pay your cards in full. Introductory 0% interest credit cards, once again, surfing to a lower rate. Uh, Low interest rate, steady cards if you don't trust yourself to change cards as that 0% comes back up. Secured credit cards to begin, credit monitoring, identity theft, mortgage loans, uh, debt consolidation loans, small business loans, auto, parent plus loans, uh, CD rates, savings accounts, checking accounts, it's all there. I do want to look at interest rates on savings accounts to give you an idea of what's going on there. Now, savings account rates change all the time. And it looks like our friends over at Betterment and Wealthfront, the two robo-advisors, currently on Magnify Money, have the best rates. Betterment's at 2.69. They get a B grade for the complexity of the paperwork, their fine print score. I like it that Magnify Money does that. Wealthfront slightly behind them. That's on purpose, by the way. Betterment just got into that business and wanted to beat up on Wealthfront. So they did to the tune of, uh, well, 12 tenths of a percent. So 2.69 for Betterment, 2.57 for Wealthfront. Then Popular Direct comes in at 255. Uh, what do we got? North Point Bank. By the way, Popular Direct gets an F on their fine print score. So not a great idea, especially when North Point Bank gets an A uh, and has 2.55. Now the problem with North Point Bank, $25,000 to get that interest rate. So Viobank, uh, 2.52. Salem 5 Direct, 2.51 customers bank at 2.5 Comenity at 2.45 web bank 2.45 see and it goes it goes on and on and on lots of different offers available at stackybenjamins.com forward slash magnify money the number one place to compare ditch your old stuff switch to better stuff and save a bunch of money Welcome back to part two of our special Friday Plutus Awards extravaganza. And this is the part, the first part of the show, was where you heard all of the finalists. And now, as we have the last couple of years, we have our crack panel who are going to help us talk about all these brands and talk about who we think will win. Who do we want to win? What do we like about these different uh, brands? We're going to mix it up here a little bit. Uh, Why don't we go... West to East. And uh, we'll start with our friend Tanya Hester, who's here with us. How are you?
1: Hey, Joe. I'm great. How are you?
0: Good. You are always traveling, by the way. I follow you nonstop. Of course, you have two properties you have the Our Next Life blog, and you also have uh, Work Optional, your new book.
1: I do. Plus the podcast, The Fair Sense.
0: Plus The Fair Sense, which we might talk about today.
1: Yeah, I'll try to be unbiased when yeah. we do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll be very easy.
1: And from
0: the Michelle is money hungry podcast. And, and I believe Michelle you're in Denver. That's right. I'm glad you're with us. Tell everybody about the podcast.
5: I run a website and podcast called Michelle is money hungry. We talk about all things, personal finance, lifestyle design, and online entrepreneurship, which is my, my current jam. Uh, so yeah. And I also have an event coming up. So that is what I'm
0: up to. Awesome. And, and well, tell you got to tell us about your event. You can't leave it there.
5: <laughs> I have an event called the Money on the Mountain Retreat. We're not going to be on the mountain until the very last day, by the way, because people get altitude sickness. Um, it's a great opportunity to just talk about money from the financially single woman's perspective. It's in October. So if you're unable to attend some of the other amazing, amazing events for women and money, please give it a second glance. and. If you can't attend mine, please give the other ones a second glance. We're doing great work, but we're just a drop in the bucket in terms of who we can serve.
0: And while we're talking, by the way, that sentence about the mountaintop would have been funnier if you had said that's the lesson we learned last year was that everybody gets mountain sickness like that would have made it totally funnier. Maybe not. <laughs> T- Tanya, Tanya, you're also, I understand, doing events around the country.
1: Uh, yeah, I do a women and financial independence retreat called Sense Positive, C E N T S Positive. Um, Michelle's been, and it was great. We started last year, so this year there are two also in October. That seems to be retreat month in Chicago and in Seattle. So I think for folks who are starting out, and particularly single women, I think Michelle's event is amazing. There's also, you know, our Our friend Melanie does the Lola Retreat, which is in August. And I think she's in Seattle this year. So yeah, there are a ton of great events happening.
0: There certainly are. By the way, we're going to link to those on our show notes page at stackingbenjamins.com for everybody on their commute or walking the dog or whatever it might be. And the only member of this panel who's been here every year with me from personal profitability, it's my good friend, Eric Rosenberg.
3: Hello, I'm excited to be back. And i just like to point out, you said you wanted to go from west to east. And you're the and furthest I'm west. And two miles from the beach <laughs> the Pacific Ocean. I hope I, I I, you can be more west than I,
1: me unless like you go to
5: Hawaii. Stop bragging, Eric. Although <laughs> California
1: is curved, so Tahoe might actually be west of where you are.
3: <laughs> I was just looking at my map, and I'm not sure exactly where we are, but I know I'm west of Denver. <laughs> yeah.
1: I
5: miss you, Eric.
3: <laughs> I missed Denver too. I I used to be known as Denver Eric for those of you who don't know my long history. I grew up in Denver and it was home for a very long time, uh, but now I'm I'm Ventura by the beach, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> the, the second you started talking, I'm like, "Yep, I messed that up."
0: But long-time <laughs> listeners to this show no, that's not the first time. So, let's get over that and jump into these categories. We're going to start off by talking about Best Debt Freedom Blog which this year is presented by our friend Sandy Smith and Yes, I Am Cheap. By the way, we're not going to be able to talk about all the categories. We've picked eight of them, and we've tried to span different areas of the overall financial plan so that you get a taste of everything. In this area, we have Debt Discipline, Debt-Free and Sunny CA, JackieBeck.com, Living That Debt-Free Life, and the 76K Project. Michelle, let's start with you. What do you like here?
5: I actually really like the 76K project and Debt Free and Sunny CA, Sunny California. I like the vibe, I like the energy, and I like that they're relatively new to the landscape. I, I find that I, I reject a lot of the returning amazing people. Like I want to see, see the underdog. so I, I'm excited about those two.
0: Nice. And l- let's talk about these, these separately. The 76K project, uh, what does that refer to?
5: Um, They are paying down $76,000 if I am remembering correctly. So that's a pretty big deal. That's something I can totally connect with. And I just love how they share the different milestones that they've hit and just their journey. And it is a site that still shares a story versus just information.
0: Yeah. Uh,
5: And then Debt Free and Sunny CA. I feel like similarly, I get a window into how they're living. And just what they're up to. And I, I feel like I know them versus they're teaching me things.
0: Yeah, good stuff. And by the way, about them, from Amanda's uh, about page, uh, she runs Debt Free in Sunny CA. She says, the year was 2014. The age was 28. The repayment status on my student loans read grace period. And that's when it happened. <laughs> I, I realized I couldn't pay my car note and my student loan monthly bill in that moment. I knew I had to change. So it is it is another story site. Let's go to Tanya. Tanya, what do you like here?
1: I like all of these folks. Honestly, just a broader comment. I think it's really hard to blog long-term about debt, especially if you pay it off. It's sort of like, okay, now what am I going to do next? And you see a lot of bloggers transition to different topics. So I appreciate seeing some of the older, uh, I shouldn't say older. That's, um, (laughs) the (laughs) longer time bloggers here like debt discipline and Jackie Beck that you know have been around a while like i think what some of those folks are doing in terms of keeping up the momentum even after they themselves have gotten way past their personal debt I, I just admire that that said my favorite on the list and the one that i hope will win is the 76k project i think just as michelle said she shares a really incredible story but i think also just brings a lot of personal vulnerability to it and uh, is willing to talk about some challenges instead of always, you know, being linear and moving forward, um, she's willing to share setbacks and, and things that I just think are really relatable to, to people. We bloggers tend to be kind of the A plus students in terms of getting our finances together and seeing someone share a story who uh, is not always going in that A plus direction. I just think that's really inspiring.
0: I totally agree. And I also think, Tanya, to your point, it, it's difficult to get naked with your debt in front of everybody you know to 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 actually talk about these horrible things that you've done in the past
1: yeah i couldn't agree more so i admire all these folks honestly um i'd be thrilled for any of them to win at
0: uh, debt discipline by the way they hit rock bottom Uh, it says from the about page we started our debt discipline journey in june of 2010 when we hit rock bottom with over hundred and (laughs) nine thousand dollars Worth the debt. Uh, one name on here, probably the longest running name, Eric is Jackie Beck. Uh, phenomenal blogger, been blogging for a long time.
3: She was the one I was going to pick as both the I want to win and I hope wins for this category, <laughs> and it's actually uh, almost opposite for the reason why Michelle wants some of the others to win. You know, Jackie has been around a long time. Um, like you said, Joe, she ha- has been in for the long haul and. It's just such a great thing to see someone able to deliver such a positive and inspiring message so consistently for such a long time. And I think she deserves to be picked out of the crowd and recognized for that. Nothing against the others. I think it's awesome to see a new debt freedom blogs or new blogs or podcasts of any type coming into our, our personal finance community. But to win the Plutus, unless it's one of the new categories, to me, you have to put your time in. And Jackie has definitely done it.
0: Yeah, Jackie, by the way, her debt is paid off $147,106 in debt. That includes her mortgage. So nice. nice
3: I don't know if my opinion really matters in this category anyway (laughs) because I paid off all my debts and then I went and bought a new car with a loan a few weeks ago. (laughs)
5: I'm I'm judging you hard, Eric. Bad blogger. Bad blogger.
3: (laughs) I have another kid on the way. I needed the third row.
0: We went minivan. Oh. Back in debt. I thought you just needed more material for your blog. So you went out and made a bad decision so that you could blog about it later. No, I'm joking.
3: That's going to be the Tesla I'll buy next that, year. That'll be that. <laughs> you,
5: didn't, you didn't buy it now? You're slacking.
3: And I should buy it in November when the babies do, right, right before.
5: <laughs> I want to babysit.
0: Well, well, let's, uh, let's lock these in, guys. Uh, and we will start with, since she volunteered at first, we will start with uh, Tanya. You said you like 76K Project to win. Who do you think will win?
1: I think she's got a good shot. But I think Jackie Beck or Debt Discipline are just better known in the community. And so I think one of them most likely will win. uh, But I sure hope it's seventy six k.
0: Yeah, it's hard to compete against people that have been doing it for so long, Tanya. I mean, you said earlier, blogging is difficult. And to do it as long as Debt Discipline and Jackie Beck have been doing it says something also about their blog.
1: It absolutely does. And I think, you know, everybody ebbs and flows with readers over time. And so to keep going, even, you know, when you're in a down period um, or when you feel like you've said everything you have to say, that's hard. Uh, that's something that people who blog for many years understand. And so all the more kudos to people who can pull it off.
0: Eric, you said you want Jackie Beck to win. You think she will win?
3: I think so. This is the year of Jackie Beck for
0: He's at uh, uh, freedom blog. Eric says it's a luck. And- <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, you gave us uh, the 76K project and debt-free and sunny CA. Who do you think is going to win?
5: I actually think 76K just based also on um, people's knowledge of them, like how aware they are uh, in terms of new people to the, the community. So I, f- I feel like they, they will be uh, on top.
0: We haven't talked at all, by the way, about one blog that's on here, which is uh, Living That Debt-Free Life. They have paid off, what, $105,000 of, of student loan debt they're trying to pay off? Uh, Michelle, we should talk at least about this one.
5: Um, Yes, I do find it very aesthetically pleasing. I'm a person who likes this type of look on a blog. I'm excited to see like just the different posts where they're talking about the amount that they have remaining, the amount that they've paid off. I do want more of a story uh, personally in terms of with these debt payment blogs. I tend to prefer the story, but I do think that for those people who are looking for inspiration, ways to also get motivated on their debt journey, this could be a great resource for them as well.
0: Yeah, great category overall. So uh, we've got two votes for Jackie Beck, one vote for, Michelle, did I ask you who you think is going to win?
5: I think it's 76K
0: you think 76K will win? Yes. Excellent.
3: All right. Well, we hope nobody goes back to the last two years (laughs) to compare what we thought to what actually happened.
1: (laughs) I feel like that would be a good thing.
3: Tanya knows all about that.
1: Oh, I sure do. Because last year you guys didn't even mention me as a possible contender for blog or for blog of the year. And I won it. <laughs> <laughs> that shows how
3: that shows why I don't go to Las Vegas with my money. Oh. That's probably
1: smart. <laughs> That's exactly why.
3: That's why this is so fun.
0: And please don't go to Vegas on, on this uh, stuff. Uh, Nobody
3: buying these great books and, <laughs> and things like that. Don't invest in, uh, in gambling on who's going to win a Plutus award. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, let's transition then to best family finance blog presented by FamZoo. The finalists here are Chief Mom Officer, His and Her Fi, Marriage, Kids and Money, Smart Money Mamas, and The Savvy Couple. Eric, we went to you last last time. Let's go to you first. Who do you like here?
3: I think my favorite might be Marriage, Kids and Money. It's, really, it's, it's a great site. It's a great show. And it is really helpful, especially in me being a parent with kid three on the way. As I as I mentioned a few minutes ago, there are a lot of money questions that are very unique to being a parent that I never even thought about when I was single and dating. And Andy just does such a great job of taking those difficult concepts and chunking them down into something you can really relate to and understand and apply to your life. And that that's just a great standout success story. And, I, and, that, and that's where I'm thinking this year is going to go. Tanya, what do you think?
1: Um, Yeah, I think Andy does a great job with marriage, kids, and money, but I really think there are great, strong contenders here. Chief Mom Officer Liz, she does a family spin on fire, um, but she's been doing some great work and also really focusing on breadwinning millionaire women. And she really focuses on women who are kicking ass in the financial space and isn't just doing the usual suspect. So it's a lot of different people she's bringing forward, which I think is amazing. His and her, FI, have a great blog and a great podcast that go with it. Uh, I like both of them. Smart Money Mamas uh, is another great resource. She's, She's actually been putting together great, great tools for people. So she has like a financial emergency binder that's a great product and has kind of thought outside the box of blogging. So I have a really tough time between the three of them, but I think probably my top pick would be chief mom officer.
0: Here's a question. I believe she won last year though, Tanya. Do you think the committee has any bias against the person that won it last year winning two years in a row?
1: I think there has really been a push this year in particular to try to bring in new blood, which is really great, uh, which we can talk about when we get to uh the fire blog category in particular yeah, <laughs> it's all folks who are new to it, but it could be fortunately, I think all the folks here are are really great, so there's no bad choice
5: for me. It's interesting with this category because I'm not a family person yet, so Weirdly enough, the one that I knew right away was chief mom officer. So I was already very aware of what she's up to, what she's doing. I'm not even sure how. So I'm going to go with that because somehow she has a level of brand visibility that kind of has risen to the top in terms of this category for me. And And I'm trying to figure out why and how, but I've always been aware of what she's been working on.
0: Uh, we've got the Savvy Couple here as a blog. Nobody mentioned the Savvy Couple. Good-looking blog. Looks great. Looking at managing your money, saving money, making money. On their Start Here page, it says that Kellen and Brittany write it there. They also have a budgeting blinder, and their best uh, articles are about budgeting, budgeting, saving money, making money. Any thoughts about them?
3: Oh, well, It looks like they paid off about $25,000 in debt in under five months. That Ooh. is a quick payback period right there. So yeah. yeah, it's not the biggest pile of debt we've seen paid off, but you're getting into the five figures. It's not easy to pay off five figures of debt in any circumstance. And doing it in five months, that's pretty cool. Right. Let's let's go
0: ahead and lock these in, guys. You've kind of alluded to who you want and who you think is going to win. Michelle, we'll start with you. Who do you want to win this category and who do you think will win?
5: Uh, I'm going to go with Chief Mom Officer. And I do think that her brand visibility is such that she, she's probably
0: a lock so you for the win so you want her to win and you think she
3: will win yeah yep uh eric i think the one i want most is the andy for marriage kids and money the one i think will win it's going to be a toss-up i I really have a tough time calling between marriage kids and money and chief mom officer she is, is a is another great content creator with a great site tanya how about you
1: yeah i i would love chief mom officer to win uh or his and her FI or smart money mamas. But I think that actually the women in the category who are four out of the five will split the vote and that Andy will win for marriage, kids, and money.
0: Andy's going to bring it home. Uh, And I forgot to put my vote in for the last one. I want Andy to win mostly because he comes to board game night here in the basement, lives half a mile from me. (laughs) So, so... Whatever you say, Andy Hill, to me, I think, yeah, that's great. I I actually think uh, Smart Money Mamas, just the tools on that site, the writing on that site, I think Smart Money Mamas is is mine. I And I do think that the committee kind of has a bias against the person that won last year because I totally think Liz is deserving of winning it two years in a row. I totally think mm-hmm. that she is. I just think that would surprise me if she did. Before we get to the next category, too, there's something that we should explain, which is There's going to be some names that are missing from some of these categories. And part of the reason is, is the rules around the Plutus Awards. So there are people that have won awards in the past and then they're not eligible to win them again. I believe on the smaller awards, you can't win twice. And on the two big awards, you win once, you're gone. So let's do this. Best Fire blog is up next, presented by Well-Kept Wallet. Tanya, what is this uh, fire thing? Is this like a John Lee Dumas, are you ready to fire podcast kind of thing?
1: No. <laughs> and I bet if people have come across his podcast who are interested in financial independence, uh, his topic has confused the hell out of them. But uh, no, FIRE is financial independence, retire early. This is a category that I've won in the past. And it's one that, so obviously I take special interest because this is kind of my blogging and, and book writing niche. But I have to say this year, I'm so excited to see the finalists because for the last many years, we've seen a lot of the usual suspects, you know, the folks who've been recognized over and over and over, you know, on a personal level. uh, This is the first time I haven't been in this list in like four years, but I'm super stoked about it because... It's so many new bloggers. So we've got A Purple Life, which I think is about a year old, Financial Mechanic, who's also up for Best New Blog, uh, who I think is doing amazing work. Early Retirement Now is bigger, and he's been around a while, uh, but I don't think he's really gotten the recognition that he deserves. So it's cool to see him here. The Pioneers are another newish blog, and Tread Lightly Retire Early uh, is Angela, she's, she's doing a ton of work to try to promote women within the fire community in particular. Uh, There tends to be kind of a stereotype of the white tech bros running the show. And so to see four out of the five blogs in the fire category being written by women is a huge first and is amazing. Uh, And so just fills me with so much happiness.
0: Why do you think that some of the older blogs that have been around quite a while are not, didn't make it this year into the category?
1: I mean, speaking for me, but I think this applies for others too. And certainly, I'm getting plenty of Plutus love. So this is not like wham, wham at all. But the thing that happens is you retire early and you kind of like don't want to sit at your computer anymore. So I think a lot of us who have been around and have achieved early retirement just aren't blogging as much as we used to, aren't generating kind of the, the most interesting content. You know, the the best content comes from people who are in the trenches on the journey, whether that's pursuing debt payoff or pursuing early retirement or something in between. and so the folks you see here with the exception of big earn are all people who are on the journey. big earn i think is getting recognized just cuz he does the most incredible math. i mean you kind of have to brace yourself to read his blog because it's so math heavy, but if you can get into that, i mean his analysis and his economic breakdowns are really second to none. but yeah, i think people want to hear from folks who are like at a similar stage as them and the folks who've been around a while we're all like the old folks live in the retired life. We're not super relatable.
0: (laughs) Michelle, then you spend a lot of time, Michelle in the fire community. Uh, Who do you like here?
5: It's really hilarious to me that I spend time in the fire community because I am not fire at all yet. Um, But I find them to be, I find those people who are still in the trenches, as Tanya said, uh, to be the most relatable. And um, Angela from tread lightly is 100% like so interesting. So fun. I want to just hang out with her and uh, just do all the things, you know, and hang out in Seattle. <laughs> and She's so relatable, even though I don't have a kiddo, even though I don't, I'm not married. Like she makes sense to me. I like her story. And again, for me, with all of these websites and podcasts that we'll talk about, if, if there's not a story, I'm not excited.
3: Eric, how about you? My favorite from this list is Financial Mechanic. And I actually came across Financial Mechanic through Twitter. I'd been doing a lot of work to try to grow my Twitter presence over the last year. And that led me to reconnect to a lot of the newer bloggers who were really busy chatting on Twitter about all this fire stuff. And they were new to it and so excited about it. And Financial Mechanic kept coming up again and again and again. So, of course, I clicked and I was impressed.
5: I like their most recent post, by the way. So living in Portland on 1600 bucks a month is like... I don't even understand how they did that. And, and that was a pretty cool post.
3: When I lived in Portland, I spent more than $1,600 a month.
5: <laughs> I'm sure you <laughs> Another did. Another
3: personal finance fail for me.
5: Was part of that beer?
3: Part of it was beer all right. and whiskey. There's all these great
5: distilleries
3: in Portland, too. You can't just talk about the beer.
5: Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out how, how they've managed to do this. But there you go.
3: I have started lately following
0: the, a purple life blog. And like Michelle said, when it came to tread lightly retire early, I like the stories. I like the, I, I like her financial story. I think it's a fun place to just hang out. Um, some very personal writing there. So really, really like it. The fine ears too. I mean, same thing, but it's time for the rubber to meet the road, guys. We've talked about all five of these people at least a little bit. We will start with the, uh, expert in this category the reigning champion. <laughs> Tanya, who do you think will, who do you want to win and who do you think will win?
1: I love all of these folks, but I think that we're again going to have some vote splitting uh, where women will split the vote a little bit. And mm-hmm. so Big Earn with early retirement now will win, though I really hope that Tread Lightly Retire Early will Win the upset uh, because I think she's been doing amazing work, not just on her blog, but building a community of women. She's got an incredible Facebook group. Uh, she has the the Women of Fire list uh, okay. that that lists essentially every blog uh, written by a woman who, that has anything to do with fire. So um, she's definitely, I think, super deserving this year.
3: Eric, how about you? I think I'm going to go financial mechanic. That's who you you want to win or I'm, who you think I'm will win? I'm going double. I'm going think and want. Going on. Double down, <laughs> Michelle.
5: <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, tread lightly uh, with Angela. She's just her presence is so um, she's so out there and she's so well connected with um, her community that I think she's going to be really well positioned to rally people to support her in voting and just and they know who she is and what she's doing. And I think in this case, the vote will not be split because so many people are so excited for her.
0: I also think it's between, uh, tread lightly, retire early and, uh, big earn, uh, early retirement. Now, you know, I've really been so into the purple life blog that, that I'd like to see her win, but, uh, I'm going to say tread lightly, retire early will win. So that's, that's my vote. Next up is Gen X or Boomer blog. We're going to do two age group blogs. We'll start with Gen X or Bloomer. And then after this, we'll go to Best Millennial or Gen Z blog. So for Best Gen X or Boomer, we have Budget and the Beach, Gen X Finance, JackieBeck.com, KristenEdens.com, and Women Who Money. Eric, let's start with you. What do you like here?
3: I think uh, Budget and the Beach and Gen X Finance have both been around a while, and are both in the running for the winner. I mean, they're all good sites. You know, just like everything, you wouldn't be nominated if you weren't a great site. Um, Tanya's had a, a really interesting journey over the last year or so. She went from California to Idaho and back. And that was an interesting Just to clarify, journey. this
1: is not me. Different Tanya. <laughs> yes, different
3: Tanya. <laughs> Budget in the beach Tanya. Uh, went to Idaho and back. And as a now Southern Californian, I totally get the... The drive behind that, I found that to be a really interesting story. And Gen X Finance has just been around a long time. It's changed hands over the years. I think KC does a great job with it, and it it maybe it's the year of Gen X Finance. I mean, after all, how can you be more focused on Gen X than a blog called Gen X Finance? So they were they were named for this category.
0: Yeah, KC (laughs) KC runs a really really nice blog. Always has. Uh, his personal story also is incredibly interesting, as is Tanya's. And this year for Tanya Stumphauser uh, has been, just as you said, Eric, just all over the map. She's been uh, literally all over the map.
3: Yeah. it's. Uh, and for people, I've, I've moved a couple of times over state lines. I've never done a big international move. But a lot of people are afraid to take that jump and move somewhere else. And doing it primarily for financial reasons, what's more money blogging than that?
0: Yeah. And to show the emotions that went through both the move and then the decision to move back, I thought was some pretty brave work. So interesting stuff there. Michelle, uh, who do you like?
5: It's kind of bad because I'm a little personally biased because I actually know Tanya very well. But I do think even as a friend, I was completely fascinated by her decision to go to Idaho versus some of the other places that she was looking at. I was, I would, kind of pipe up and be like, aren't you going to miss water? But I understood the financial implication behind it, like what was driving her to do it. I think the other thing is, as a Gen Xer, quite frankly, there are conversations that we don't have in the personal finance community, I think, often enough in regards to Gen X adults, where we're like young enough to be doing a lot of things, but we're older, old enough to be like, oh, pardon my French. Oops. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Steve just bleeped it out. So you're good.
5: Okay. You know, to think about if we take this chance, what's the implication, you know, financial implication, what's the life implication behind taking that chance? Are we allowed to take these kinds of risks uh, with our life or lives? And, and so for me, it was something that I really, it really resonated with me. Um, I do, wish uh, that sometimes that she would write more stories. I feel like it's summer. She's not writing as much as she normally would. But when she shares some of these very heartfelt and and introspective posts, I think it's the kind of um, writing that I just miss in general with a lot of
1: PF content right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tanya?
1: I am a big fan of Women Who Money, which is led by Vicky, who does Make Smarter Decisions, and Amy, who does Life is who actually won this category last year. And they've brought in some other great collaborators on it. Um, You don't see a lot of collaborative projects getting nominated for Plutus Awards. So I think that already, you know, I I think working with partners always complicates things. And the fact that they're able to do quality I think really speaks to their dedication on it. But I just, I love how inclusive they are. And they have a a great vision of trying to bring women into the discussion where I think millennial women feel much more welcome in money discussions than Gen X and Boomer women do. So it's an audience that I think really needs to be served more and they're doing a great job.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree with that. And at first it was funny. I was surprised not to see Life Simplified here again. And then then I saw Women Who Money and I'm like, oh, Amy's, Amy's back again. Kristen Eden's blog, kristenedens.com. She talks about content marketing, entrepreneurship, personal finance, and managing midlife. I think this is obviously here for the whole managing midlife, personal finance part. Of course, managing midlife and entrepreneurship at the same time gives her kind of an interesting angle that uh, that I'm happy to see in this space. We haven't talked at all about Jackie Beck uh, here. We talked a lot about her last time. More debt focused, you think? Because we, we a lot of us had Jackie to win that one you think the debt focus more than gen x focus is the key here
5: i think that's the key i i think of her more in terms of that versus a generational blogger
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah all right let's uh lock in our votes guys we'll start with who hasn't gone first lately uh tanya
1: i'm going women who money for both who i think will win and who i would like to win awesome uh michelle even though
5: I am biased and want budget and the beach to win, I'm thinking actually probably uh, Gen X finance or women who money.
3: And Eric, I think the panel probably noticed the same story we did from Tanya. So I think budget on the beach, it, it might be her year. I think Tanya has it for both hope she wins and will win.
0: I would really like to see Tanya win as well. And big props to Casey Beavers and Gen X. But I think women who money is who I, who I think will win. So this can be an interesting category. Let's move over to millennials and talk about millennial and Gen Z blogs. The finalists in this area are bitches get riches, fiery millennials, her first 100 K millennial boss paychecks and balances. I'm going to start with uh, Eric. Holy crap. Is this loaded? Holy cow. Yeah, this,
3: this is a serious category with a bunch of awesome content creators, a bunch of awesome participants, and they've all really had breakout years, breakout, you know, a couple years for some of them I and mean, bitches get riches. It's hard to not notice them. If you're into anything, money online, they are everywhere and they're doing a great job. If you're into their brand and what they're about, it's it's uh it's a really fun site. Uh, fiery millennials. I'm a big fan of their that one as well. I mean, we can just go down the list. I don't have anything bad to say. <laughs> the right. millennial boss is another uh, noteworthy one for me that I pull out. That's had had a great year and could be on track for a win. Tanya, you're sitting on your hands. You're so excited. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I, this is a category. I, I don't fit into this age group, but I think most of my blogging friends tend to be in this age group. And it, this one is stacked with with friends and people who are doing awesome work. Um, I think Bitches Get Riches won this category last year, but I think, as Eric said, they their work is just stellar. You know, they're not afraid to ruffle feathers and they're talking to different audiences than I think a lot of the personal finance community. So I mean, I frankly would love to see them win blog of the year, but I'd love to see them win this again too. Fiery Millennials and Millennial Boss have both until recently been doing the Fire Drill podcast. So we didn't talk about Fire podcasts, but I think they've got a good shot there. Um, Her First 100K is a newer blogger done by Tori who uh, is just like, pretty amazing. She's in her early 20s, but is saving huge money and is really on a mission to empower women. And then Paychecks and Balances, I know I know their podcast, and it's great quality. I mean, I love all of these folks, so I don't think there's a bad pick here at all.
0: Yeah. Rich is uh, one of our friends on our Money with Friends podcast right now. He's one of my favorite people to talk to. I also love their podcast as as also the fire drill podcast, I really like. I d- d- Tory has been on Stacking Benjamins a couple times. Is fantastic on a roundtable. Bitches Get Riches, I've said over and over, has been one of my top two three blogs that I must read whenever they've got new stuff out. I don't. I don't know who to pick, Michelle.
5: Okay, so first of all, this category is freaking stacked. Like, I can't even. I can't wrap my head around the quality in this. Category. In fact, I would say that out of a lot of it, like this one stands out in terms of what's out there in terms of the awards that we're voting on. I love what the ladies are doing at Bitches Get Riches. Actually, uh, I'm a huge, huge fan. Like I can't, I can't get enough of their snark and their information and their their social media presence. Like I, I love it. I love what the guys are doing at Paychecks and Balances. You can't say enough about what a breakout year it's been for them on a. Kind of side note. Uh, I love that as African American content creators, they're getting known for what they're doing. And recently, I think I think they were like on a CN, a CNBC or some like they, they've had some huge media yeah. um, opportunities. So my those two are the ones that I'm just like ah like fangirling. So uh, this is an incredible, incredible category. Uh, whoever is picked is phenomenal but those two are my favorites by the way i do want to say something about the the categories that we're mentioning a lot of women have been of like kind of picked and i think that's freaking awesome just as a side note surprised me compared to before
0: yeah yeah fantastic year for women Um, there's so
3: many of these great women's money conferences now joe do you think we should start a men's money conference (laughs) (laughs) do we i was i was gonna say do we need one Oh, right. We... I'm not invited to the women's I ones.
0: Do... <laughs> I feel like I should have my own. Let's put it this way. I don't feel underserved. Let's put it that way.
1: <laughs> well said, Joe. you there.
0: As a middle-aged white guy, I feel like I I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh yeah. let's dive in then. Time to lock in your votes. Oh, this is this is so tough.
3: I'm going to I'm going to start with Eric. All right. Well, I'm going to say I'm I'm very split. I think bitches get riches cleaned up last year in such a big way that people might be voting to give some other sites a chance, um, otherwise, I would probably have picked them with that aside, I'd say there may be a little bit of an underdog just because of last year they were just what did they win three or four awards? <laughs> um, so I think you know, I think the one I want to win might be fiery millennials. Uh, Gwen has had just you know a great story, great journey. it's a great site. Uh, who I think will win? Uh, maybe Paychecks and Balances. I think they've had just this this killer year, and I think they got a chance. So you think they will win?
0: Yes. Awesome, uh, Michelle.
5: I am going to second what Eric just said. I'm a huge fan of Paychecks and Balances. I think they will sneak in for the win, and it's well deserved. They've just been killing it, working hard, producing great content, really helpful for millennials. And just a lot, I know a lot of millennials of color, of which I am not. (laughs) And I know that they're huge fans. And so I think they're going to, they're going to come out and vote for these guys. I'm also a huge fan of Bitches Get Riches. So it's kind of between the two, but I'm going to have paychecks and
1: balances eke out the win. Tanya? I think we're forming a chorus here uh, because I mean, Bitches Get Riches, I think, have won every award they've ever been a finalist for, with the exception of when I beat them for Blog of the Year last year. (laughs) Just gotta gotta Uh, brush that dirt off your shoulder a little bit. So I think that they have proven to really be vote magnets for the panel. Uh, So I think they have a good good shot. I would love to see them win again, although then they'll be retired from this category since they will have won it twice. Uh, But I think, yeah, I think Paychecks and Balances is doing awesome stuff. I mean, everyone in this category is. But I think that... You can see a trend here. I do think that if you have a lot of women in a category, that that might split some of the vote there and more of the guys will go to paychecks and balances. So that would be a good pick and they would totally deserve it. But I think they're most likely to win.
0: If you want to have a really fun lunch at a FinCon, find where Gwen and I are going to lunch together. We try to t- go to lunch together one day and my stomach hurts by the end of lunch every stinking year that we have that. But my <laughs> go get em, like my sentimental favorite, is on the new kid. I would love to see Tori win with uh, her first 100 K big, big fan of her work, but bitches get riches is one of my favorite blogs of all. (laughs) And I think it's time to retire them. Let's put them in the hall of fame where they belong. We won't see them again next year and they'll win the second time, which I think they totally deserve. So I'm going to go with this.
3: If this category were best person to do karaoke with, I well, think there's no contest. It's Gwen. It's Gwen because <laughs> I have only done karaoke with her from this list. So clearly, <laughs> that's. Oh I she's got that Shania twin, uh She can belt it. Where's Where's <laughs> that category? Uh, we need to add it for next year. You hear I'm that, Harlan?
5: I'm totally down <laughs> for that.
0: While we're talking about entertainment. A lot of us uh, that uh, listen to the show, you know, we're on social media a good part of the day. Everybody on this panel's on social media a lot. So I thought we'd do this category, which I think is very fun. We've got some just awesome names to follow on uh, social media. Uh, here are five that our committee liked. Bitches Get Riches. Where have you heard that name before? Bravely yeah. Go. <laughs> Dumpster Doggy. Inspire Budget. And the budget Nista again. Pick between those five. I follow all five of them.
1: Tanya, where are you going there? This is a tough one because this is a lot of friends. So um, pick in between friends, but you know the bitches. Of course, we've talked a lot about them. I I adore them and everything they do. Bravely is done uh, by my podcast co-host Kara Perez. So I can't be unbiased, but her social. Content is really terrific. She's constantly giving tips and answering questions, particularly on Instagram. Dumpster Doggy is so awesome and she has been a perennial. Uh, She's like the Susan Lucci. She's been a finalist in a million awards, but has never won. I would love to see this be the year that that changes because her social, again, especially on Instagram, is amazing. She does this thing called Five Spot Friday where she goes through all these tips and she's a former investment advisor. So she really knows her stuff. Um, She also just has like the cutest photos <laughs> ever. Uh, but I love the Inspired Budget and the Budget Nista too. Budget Nista, especially Tiffany, she's been around a long time um, and has always done great content. So I think this is another super stacked category. Michelle?
5: Oh God, this is, this is so hard that I don't even want to really comment. <laughs> um, this is That's just what politicians harder. do. I, whatever, I, you know, I was going to go into politics and then I got disillusioned by a specific election at the time that I was about to go into politics. I'm not going to say which one. Cause they'll like date me, but bravely go. I love what they do on social. I like the images and the comments and the thoughtfulness behind the answers given, um, bitches get riches. I just love that. Like, I don't want to call it snark, but I, I love just uh, the energy, (laughs) uh, behind the comments and the, just the things that they post. I think they're hilarious and they make me laugh and think at the same time. I'm always learning from Tiffany on the budget And I love that she's actually sharing more of her own life. I think for a while there, it was a little more informative what she would share. And now it's, it's a lot more like who she is and what she's up to and all these amazing things that she's doing. I think because of, uh, I'm not going to say who's, I'll I'll tell you who my vote is though afterwards. So yeah. Yeah. So those are my, those are my three.
3: Eric. I think this is maybe Tiffany's year. The budget needs to, she's been around a long time, as we said, and she has not slowed down. She has a real engine and she just keeps putting out great stuff again and again and again and bringing people back. And that is what it's about. And as we said, we all love the bitches, but uh, I, I think they cleaned up last year, and you know tiffany is a recognized and respected name, and I, I think she could pull out and uh, and take the win
0: i think uh, uh, Tiffany has the largest following of any of these people when you look at just the sheer numbers of followers and not comparing them, but so when I say rightly so, I don't mean rightly so versus these other competitors, but rightly so, so many people follow them. And I hope the other four on this list continue to grow very quickly as as well. Okay. Time to lock in your votes here. Uh, M- Michelle, you don't want to vote, which is why I'm going to make you go first.
5: Oh, fine. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Tiffany. I think because she's showing so much of her actual life in her different yeah. Yeah. like social platforms, I find that to be very engaging and just as a person observing what she's doing. And I actually notice what her followers, um, how her followers are reacting to her posts actually. And they love it. So I'm going to go with Tiffany and then I would say the upset could be, be bravely go mm. actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the bravely go Instagram feed. I really have fun following good stuff there. Uh, let's go Tanya next.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with Michelle. I think that the budget nista Tiffany will win. I think, in terms of who I would like to see win, looking at the award that it's specifically for social media, you know, the bitches get riches are amazing, but they don't put a big focus on social the same way that the others do. I would love to see Kara, who does Bravely, or Amanda, who does Dumpster Doggy. I would love to see either of them win just because social is such a big yeah. focus for them and their social content in particular is so excellent.
3: Eric? I am actually going to echo that exact same thing. You took the words out of my mouth. I think the budget Nista is just a solid contender and will probably win and it's well deserved. But I would love to see either bravely go or dumpster Doggy come out with the with the win. I I want to say surprise win, but I don't think it would be a big surprise because they're both so great.
0: The the last 12 months which is what we're voting on here, the, the of of these social media presences uh, Amanda and Dumpster Doggy uh, surprises me, makes me laugh. I never know what the hell's coming next in her story. Like when when you hit the next thing on the story, you've no idea what the next pain's going to be. <laughs> and I think that's wonderful. That's just absolutely fantastic. So I'd love to see her win. Uh, but you know what? I think it's going to be Tiffany. And I think that's a good choice too. I think the Budget Nista wins this year. Time for the big two. These two categories have... 10 entries each, 10 finalists each, and you're going to find, once again, some of your favorites might be gone. As an example, Budgets Are Sexy, gone a long time ago. You won't find that here. Mr. Money Mustache, won a long time ago. Uh, uh, Jeff Rose, won a long time ago. So, you have uh, several names that are missing here, but I like those rules because we're if looking you think for.
3: Back to the second annual Plutus Awards. That was at the first FinCon they presented them. That was practically the Budgets Are Sexy Awards that year. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. won pretty much everything, just like Bitches Are Riches did last year. You know, some of these bloggers have had these amazing years, and it's been really inspiring to see. So, here we go. Blog of the Year presented by
0: Capital Group, a purple life. Bitches Get Riches, Dumpster Dog Blog, Inspire Budget, Rich and Regular, She Picks Up Pennies, The College Investor, Tread Lightly Retire Early, Wallet Hacks, and Yes I Am Cheap. What I'd like to do is we've we've already spent some time talking about a Purple Life, Bitches Get Riches, Dumpster Dog Blog, um, Inspire Budget. Tread lightly, retire early. If we can take just a second and focus on the other names on this list so we don't spend forever here. Eric, from this list,
3: the ones we haven't mentioned yet. Jump out and recognize the college investor here. Uh, That site has been around a long time. So if you've been at a lot of FinCons, you probably know Robert. If you've been following personal finance online for a long time, you probably know Robert. But if you've been following the site a long time, you've probably noticed in the last year or two, it has really taken off. And it's always been great. But the new bar that that has been on that site, especially since uh, he was able to quit his full-time job and go full-time working online, I have been really impressed. So College Investor gets my vote this year. I have other good friends on this list. Um, wallet Hacks is amazing. Yes, I am cheap is amazing. There's other people I may or may not know who have been nominated, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm uh, leaning for the College Investor. Tanya,
1: I. Love a lot of the blogs on this list, and we've talked about a bunch of them, but the one that to me is the huge standout is Rich and Regular, which is written by Kirsten and Julian Saunders. They are an African-American couple who I think are not just turning out spectacular content, but Kirsten was featured in a giant New York Times story, which is amazing. So they've had a huge breakout year in that way. But their whole mission is to try to be more inclusive. Like the FIRE community, even though uh, we talked earlier about how there are a lot of women here, it's still a very white space. And they're doing a spectacular job, I think, taking tough issues head on. It's easy to try to dance around them. And and say, oh, well, you know, we want everyone to be here, but they're like, no, let's talk about the racial wealth gap and let's talk about generational wealth and things like that that I just admire them so much for. Plus, they're super photogenic. Like, they're just, you know, their they're social is great. I think they're going to be rising stars, but I, I think this year is theirs.
3: And when I hear regular, I just think of, like, eating prunes.
1: <laughs> I think it has a different slang meaning. <laughs>
3: This is, this is, I, I think you're right. <laughs> this is slightly,
0: slightly different topic.
5: Yeah. Oh my. Um, but when I was a little girl, I used to love prune juice, but that's a whole another conversation. <laughs> my mom had to hide it from me and we'll just leave it at that.
0: <laughs> Michelle, where, where, uh, who do you want to shine a light on?
5: I actually got chills when Tanya was talking because rich and regular is my pick. They are so engaging, so interesting. They're just everywhere. I think that's the thing too. I've seen them everywhere in a way that actually some of the other nominees I haven't seen. So I see them on like, again, like the New York times and on TV and they're doing all these things and they're speaking at stuff. And so I think that they are so top of mind that it would be very difficult to ignore their presence. And they just are creating amazing content and just posing a lot of thoughtful questions that I think sometimes we shy away from as personal finance bloggers, actually. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I love them. And then probably my second pick would be between tread lightly, retire
1: early and bitches get riches. Those, those are my top three. I totally second that. I think Bitches Get Riches. We've talked about them a ton because they're so spectacular. I'd love to see them win too. Tread lightly, retire early. Angela's done great stuff. One that we haven't talked about, who I think has been consistently great for a number of years now, is she picks up Penny. I I was going there if you weren't. Yeah. I mean, Penny, that's that's a pseudonym. But she... Is another one of those folks who just is a really gifted writer who takes on tough topics unflinchingly and is really willing to be very honest about her own life. So she's got both the expertise and the story that Michelle, you've said you love so much. I think a lot of us really love that as readers. So she definitely deserves to be on this list. She's definitely in my top view.
0: I want to go back for a second. Uh, uh, Jim Wang is already in the uh, Eric. What do they call it? the The Hall of Fame Lifetime Achievement Award.
3: Yes. Yeah. And a well-earned Lifetime Achievement Award from a totally different blog that doesn't even exist anymore.
0: Yeah. And he's <laughs> added again here with Wallet Hacks on the top list and uh, good for him. And I don't know that there's anybody with more personality in this community than Sandy Smith from Yes, I Am Cheap.
3: And I'm Sandy like, has is another one who deserves a big shout out for reaching an underserved community. She has done great work educating about entrepreneurship and she's targets uh, the black community online and uh, it, the content she puts out is so amazing. It, it's so good. It's so relatable. I've been a, a long time member of her Facebook group that has a huge active community. They're really engaged in everything she's putting out. She's um, doing video and and written content. It's, it's been a great uh, couple of years for Sandy and a great couple of years after she's been doing this about as long as me, I think eight years, seven years, something like that. She's had her site. So um, I'm very excited to see Sandy nominated for blog of the year.
1: Um, Can I be a contrarian for a moment? Not on Sandy, who I think is amazing. and, And I hope that she wins lifetime achievement, which we're not talking about today. But like Wallet Hacks, I love Jim Wang. So Jim, if you're listening, love you. But I... I find it funny that we did this a couple of years ago, like J.D. Roth, who writes Get Rich Slowly, he sold that. Then he started a new blog that was called Money Boss and that blog won Best New Blog. And I was like, come on, dude, you're already in the Hall of Fame. Again, also love J.D. totally. But I think Jim's been recognized a lot and I'd love to see somebody else win it. And we just, you know, like we retire people from categories for a reason because we want to spread the love to newer folks.
5: Here's the thing. We nominate these different people in the community for these amazing awards. And I'm tired of Sandy being the Susan Lucci of the Plutus Awards. She deserves an award. I'm putting my foot down. Like if she doesn't win one this year, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to be crazy at the Plutus Awards.
1: Is, All I got to say.
0: Is there, a t- <laughs> is there a time frame you think somebody should be around to win Blog of the Year? I mean, as an example, I mentioned before, I love a purple life like that blog. But just celebrating a one-year anniversary is that versus Bitches Get Rich has been doing it for how long now? And she picks up pennies for quite a while.
1: But you know, Rich and Regular, I think they won Best New Blog last year. I think they've been at it like a year and a half, like less than two years. I think if somebody has a truly standout year and is doing something spectacular and different, that blog of the year makes total sense. Uh, But you know, somebody like a purple life who I totally approve of as a fellow person with purple hair. uh, (laughs) I think, I think you would, you would have to, for someone brand new or relatively new to win it, they would have had to get a bunch of media and build a big community and like do something that truly was, you know, a wow moment.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I agree. The category isn't lifetime achievement award. It's blog of the year. So Mm -hmm, it doesn't matter if you've had one year behind you or 10 years behind you. If you had the best year, that's the criteria I'd look at.
0: Well, let's uh, lock it in then, guys. So, Eric, who do you want to win Blog of the Year? Who do you think's going to win?
3: I want. And I want a bunch of them to win. I think I want Sandy from Yes, I am Cheap to win. She is just amazing, and I'd love to see her win. But I think the College Investor really might win this year because it was just such a, a big year at that site. Tanya,
1: I think Rich and Regular and Bitches Get Riches, to me, it's a toss-up, both between who will win and who I'd like to win. Michelle?
5: I think that Rich and Regular, it's their year. And then I'm going to say Sandy for another Plutus Award that we're not going to discuss today. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, and there are several categories we're not discussing for people, obviously, that have listened to this whole podcast I would love to see, to Eric's point earlier. I'd love to see the college investor. I'd love to see Robert win. I do think it was a different year for the college investor. Always great stuff, but a particularly good year. I also think Rich and Regular will win, and I think that's a that's also a fine pick, great pick. All right, because this is a podcast, we always end with podcast of the year, the most important category bar none. The uh, just one man's opinion, right there. But we have podcast listeners here. We have the Bigger Pockets Money Show. Choose Fi, financial grown up, journey to launch, Mad Fiantist, marriage, kids and money, Patrice Washington, paychecks and balances, popcorn finance, and one called the Fair Sense. I'm not familiar with that one, but <laughs> <laughs> just had to throw that in there. Uh, that somebody here might know something about. This category's been around for five years, and actually, actually, Tanya, I'm going to start with you. Category has been around for five years. Of those five years, we have had Farnish Tarabi won. We ha- had uh, Shannon McClay won. We had, last year, Paula Pant won. The only man who's won this award is this guy right here. Do you <laughs> think? Do you think that this category will continue to have almost all women winners this year,
1: one more year? Oh, gosh. I mean, I selfishly would love that uh, <laughs> as one of the the women on the list here for the fair sense. You know, it's tough to say. I think that there are some really great folks on the list and I think folks who are pretty popular in the community. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think Choose FI has certainly gotten a ton of attention and, and they've been talked about a lot. So I think they have a good shot. I think Paychecks and Balances, who we talked about, uh, has... A great shot, Popcorn Finance. Chris, who does that, one best new podcast last year. Beat us, so Chris, you know we've got that beef. Just kidding, uh, Chris is <laughs> a good friend. <laughs> so I, I think a lot of those, and and then some are co-hosted. Like Bigger Pockets Money Show is a man and a woman. So you could see any of those go, or we talked about marriage, kids, and money before. I mean, selfishly, I would love the fairer sense to win because I do think that we had a huge breakout year. We had a lot of high-profile guests come to us for the first time, and we're pushing for conversations that that folks aren't really having. But I'd also really love to see Journey to Launch win. Jamila is doing an amazing job, I think, similar to Rich and Regular, really trying to diversify the FIRE movement and invite more people in who don't always see themselves represented. Uh, I think Bobby, who does financial grown-up who I know Joe is your co-host on the other show Uh, she is doing great stuff there and always just keeps it so real Um, I'd love to see Patrice get recognized I mean like it's a great list of folks and I think you can't go wrong here
0: I want to echo uh, Patrice on this list I thought that was an inspired choice when I looked at this list I went Patrice what a great choice just Mm. and I don't know why to me that was out of the blue it shouldn't have been out of the blue but I of course, Patrice Washington, fantastic podcast. G- great stuff.
5: Uh, Michelle, what do you think? I, this is such a hard, oh my God, this is, this is too many people to pick from. And I, and I know a lot of these people or have met them and I'm inspired by them. I need to, I need to keep thinking about it because it's, it's so deep in terms of talent, in terms of what they're sharing and the sense of community that they've cultivated behind their shows I am very much partial. Uh, actually, you know what? I think uh, Popcorn Finance might sneak in for the win. Jamila, I'm very much a huge fan of with Journey to Launch. So those two are my my two that I'm like really looking at closely. And I think they might surprise people.
3: Eric? So I'm going to talk about this as if the fairer sense were not in the running. Because <laughs> I, just, I just don't want to uh, you know, step on any toes or ears or anything. <laughs> I, I go to this other conference every year that I see you at Joe called Podcast Movement and I like looking at yeah and Michelle's been there too we three out of the four of us have been there <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this it's really cool going to both FinCon and Podcast Movement especially cuz they're about a month and a half apart because I can then see podcasters who are going to FinCon to learn about upping their finance game and then go to Podcast Movement to learn about upping their podcast game. So seeing the people who are really hustling on both ends that that excites me. I'm not saying that you have to show up to a conference to have a good podcast, but that is something that I've noticed. Uh, you know, Mindy um, from the Bigger Pockets Money Show. I saw her a couple years ago going around right before the show started, trying to learn everything she possibly could about making a great podcast, and she's done a great job there. Uh, so definitely worth noting. Choose FI. I mean, how could you not notice them? The community they've built is just stupendous. They've done some great stuff. And we can keep going down the list. Mad Bientist has been around a while. Jamila from Journey to Launch. I saw her speak last year, and I learned a bunch of new things from her, considering I've been around the block a couple times. And that was great. So anyone who can teach and inspire me, that's great. So Journey to Launch is definitely in the running. Popcorn Finance, um, it's not like he hasn't won a Plutus Award before. That was well-deserved. So he could win another. I mean, there's, it's a, a real fight for this one, and, and there's so many great brands. It's and we keep saying this again and again, but it's because it's true. There's so yeah. many great shows out there.
0: Yeah, I think generally I look at all the categories, the ones that we've talked about and the ones that we haven't, and I would have loved to have talked about the books because all the books on the list uh, were fantastic. Uh, that category also is is stacked. We just didn't have time to talk about every category.
3: I look speaking at, of categories we didn't talk about. I mean, I don't this whole Plutus Awards thing might be a farce. I was not nominated for right. freelancer <laughs> of the year. So I don't I don't know if I can trust any of these results. If any of these, right. I look
0: at all the names on this list, and these are people that take a lot of care and pride and add something to the conversation, which we frankly just need more of. I look at the number of uh, personal finance podcasts, and I wish we had even more because everybody on this list has a different take on this conversation. And when you talk to outsiders and they think that personal finance is, you know, kind of a boring, staid spot. And then I look at the differences between what Tanya and Kara are doing at the Fairer Sense, Chris at Popcorn Finance. I mean, just going through everybody, we're we're tackling a little different piece of the pie. I will say one thing that frustrates me, besides Eric not being on a list, I do think there is a giant omission here that I, as a podcaster, I just got to mention these guys because I can't believe they're not on the list. They probably have the biggest audience of any podcast in the indie space, which is how to money. I don't know how we missed how to money on this list. And I don't know who I get rid of, but I do have to say, Joel and Matt, you guys do a hell of a job and you might've been my pick to even win. I felt as badly about that as I did about Mr. Rogers documentary, not being up (laughs) for best documentary. I was like, what, how is Mr. Rogers documentary not on this list? And I saw this and I go, We we, we don't, I don't know how we don't have how to money. So I just want to throw that out there, but it is time for us to vote on this last most important category of all. (laughs) I love the the pseudo drama here. I'm going to go with Tanya because you're on this list and you can't pick yourself
3: of the other nine. Do you think Hillary Clinton walked into that voting booth and checked the box that said Trump? Come on, you can vote for
1: that. <laughs> Good point. Thank you for that analogy, Eric. Yes, That's all very, right. Very intense analogy, right there.
0: We'll take that. We'll take that away. Go f- 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 pick yourself, Tanya.
1: Yeah. So let, let's just say. I, I mean, obviously, the the one I hope will win. I'm not going to lie. I hope we win this. We're also up for best podcast for women, so I think that one we got a strong shot in. Who will win? I... I think that it's probably going to be between choose FI and popcorn finance.
5: Michelle. It's like Tanya and I hang out like virtually or something. So <laughs> cause we, I, yeah, choose FI has an insane community. Like it's insane how many people that they've connected with and, and inspired and, and educate. So I think in terms of just sheer numbers, both for male and female voters who are and fire is just so it's like so exciting in terms of the FinCon community. I could see them winning. Um, I do love popcorn finance though. Um, and he's just been plugging away and like putting out great shows. And, um, so those two would be my top two. And then probably the one to sneak in would be Jamila journey to launch.
3: Eric also for favorites for me. Uh, oh. A couple names you've heard. Uh, Jamila at Journey to Launch is a favorite. Popcorn Finance is a favorite. The Fair Sense, honestly, is a favorite. I think uh, I'd love to see any of those win. Uh, but I think Choose FI is really the one I'd pick to win this year. They've just built something so outstanding, and it's helped so many people. It's really changed lives in a great way. And I think that is going to be the tipping point that gets them the Plutus.
0: I would, I would love to see uh, myself paychecks and balances win. I'd absolutely love to see Marcus and, and Rich take that thing home. I think that would be a fantastic win. I agree with choose FI. Their show is very, very, very good, but I don't think it's just about the show. Uh, I think it's about all the other stuff that comes with uh, choose FI. Very good show, but my vote is uh, choose FI as well for all the, the, the community stuff.
3: So another one I'd love to just shout out real quick, since we're mentioning shows that probably should be on this list, but didn't make it. There's a podcast that I have fallen in love with that kind of came from outside of the FinCon community. It's called Bad With Money with Gabby Dunn. (laughs) Gabby Dunn. If you (laughs) haven't heard that one. I think it's a great show. And maybe she will be in the running next year. You never know. 2020 is just a year away. Maybe.
1: I just wanted to say real quick that I'm so pleased with If you look at kind of year over year, the finalists, and we'll find out soon who the winners are, how much more diversity there is this year overall, uh, that we see a ton of women getting recognized. We see a lot of people of color get recognized as finalists. And I think that's both a reflection of the people on the panels and, and who are submitting votes, being aware of the the need to be more inclusive, but I also think it just signals that we have a community that, on the whole, is getting more diverse, and that's a really positive thing because the the more that we can all look different and and represent different stories, the more that that welcomes in all kinds of different readers and listeners and viewers. So, I just think big picture, like I want to call that out that that's a really really great trend and and one worth applauding. It is. It's close so, to
3: that.
0: Yeah. So exciting. Let's talk about what you guys are doing before we go. Michelle, yeah. what's happening at Michelle is hungry.
5: <laughs> uh, so Michelle's money hungry right now. I am just really focused on getting money on the mountain going, getting people to attend that, that event here in beautiful Denver, Colorado this October. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're just going to talk about all things money. There is a brewery in the hotel because <laughs> Colorado life and a barbecue place. So I'm just saying it's pretty legit. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I'm excited about that. And I'm making a lot of money with this random side hustle, making money with eBooks. So just kind of sharing how I'm doing that and getting people excited about that too. It's kind of addicting and I want other people to build that kind of income into their lives. So yeah, just, just living the dream in Denver and, you know, probably, probably go on a hike sometime next week, hopefully when my foot heals
1: because I messed myself up, but that's another conversation.
0: Oh, that's not good. Tanya, what do you got going on besides traveling all over the place?
1: Yes. Travel is definitely happening uh, a lot, which is the whole point of being early retired. So that's a good thing. Uh, We talked earlier about Sense Positive. So two retreats coming up in October, still writing the blog, Our Next Life, doing the podcast, The of Sense. We'll come back for season four of that this fall then still just talking with folks about the book, Work Optional, Retire Early, The Non-Penny-Pinching Way, uh, which is something that am super proud of. It's really cool to see it out in the world and see it helping people. So, um, yeah, I'll talk about that anytime.
3: <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> Eric, third year well, we've I done am... this thing, man. Thanks for doing it again.
3: Thanks for having me back. It's always fun. It's always it, fun. I love recognizing the best in, in our community. and are great people.
0: It is so fun. What's happened at Personal Profitability?
3: Yeah, so I have been busy writing on every website, but personal profitability. <laughs> that's, that's the freelance life, right? Yeah, so personal profitability, no, I have been busy. We've been going through and updating and refreshing some of those really important cornerstone topics, the things that really got me started writing about money. I have a book underway that's been underway for far too long that I finally need to finish. Um, The podcast has been on hiatus and about to get off of hiatus. Sweet. So head to personal profitability and you will hear this beautiful voice coming to your <laughs> earbuds in the very near future.
0: That's awesome, guys. Thanks a ton for hanging out. And by the way, we'll have links to everybody's awesome stuff, as well as once again, all of our finalists for the 10th annual Plutus Awards on our show notes page at Stackybenjamins.com. Thanks again for hanging out, Michelle, Tanya,
2: and Eric. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Big thanks to everyone for joining us today. For the full list of Plutus Award nominees, please visit plutusawards.com or our show notes page at stackingbenjamins.com. Thanks to Miranda Marquit for sharing the nominees. You can follow Miranda's work at mirandamarquit.com. Thanks also to Michelle Jackson. You'll find her podcast, Michelle is Money Hungry, wherever you're listening to this show. Thanks to Eric Rosenberg for joining us. Eric can be found at personalprofitability.com. Thanks to Tanya Hester for hanging out with us. You'll find Tanya's blog, Our Next Life, at ournextlife.com and her book, Work Optional, wherever books are sold. The Plutus Awards will take place on Friday, September 6th at FinCon, which this year will be held in Washington, D.C. Want to join the fun? Head to FinConExpo.com. This show was created by Joe Salcihi, produced by Richie Rudder-Reese, and engineered by the amazing Steve Stewart. Online, visit us on Twitter at at SBenjamin'sCast or on our Facebook page. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and I'm pretty much the guy in charge of everything around here. Trust me, this well-oiled machine didn't get like this all by itself. SB Podcasts may receive payment on the show from sponsors and guests in the form of books, giveaway items, discounts, or other remuneration. There's no way you would take advice from these dorks, but like Joe's mom always says, don't take advice from people you don't know. This show is for entertainment purposes only. And before making any financial moves, consult with a real financial advisor.
3: Time for the big two. You guys ready?
5: Da, da, da.
3: We do one of those air horns right now. All right, Editor Steve. <laughs> oh my God, that I air. so want to do that.
5: Please, please, please. I want to announce my presence everywhere at FinCon with that. So just be prepared because I'm coming oh, no. back.
3: I think every time I enter a room, regardless of if I'm at FinCon or not, my theme song should start playing. I'm not sure what song that is. Someone still needs to write it. Are At the moment, probably yes. Party Rock Anthem. I think that'd it's be hilarious
0: fun. to just like hook it up to your phone. And when you walk in, just like press a button.
1: <laughs> it's you your walkout song. Like baseball. <laughs> yeah, that's you guys exactly. think I'm joking. That's I think of it more
3: thing. like pro wrestling. I was a big wrestling fan back in the day. I like when the rock came into a room. I want it to be like that every time I enter a room.
0: That might be too much information. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>